for your patience because uh as you saw i'm not the uh, most tech savvy person in the world i just learned all of this out of uh brute force essentially <laughs> so yeah <laughs> brute we force all is such a fun way to, <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> brute force is a great way to learn tech stuff i don't care like somebody they... strong armed you in the better in yourself hey you can better yourself <laughs> <laughs> you gonna make it or else my g you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> on a journey there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm okay. Ultimately, I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hope so. We got, we got, we got company today. Oh, What's yeah. going on? You want to introduce? I feel like we both, because we have very different uh, amounts of co-working time together. So I feel like you should do this intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, joining us today on uh, on the War Report uh, is a, a delightful young man. Um, he's a fantastic comedian. You are still a comedian, right, Courtney? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, What's uh, today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he um, he uh, is uh, one half of um, Thug Passion Presents, and we'll explain that in a little bit um, because I'm the other half, and no one knew that. But uh, He's great. He's fantastic. I'm thrilled he's here. Uh, uh, one of my best friends. Please welcome Courtney Farrington, everyone. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate it. Also, let me throw in, um, you know, uh, a small piece of that beef and Brock, you know. Yes, indeed. Like yes, indeed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like the laces in the beef and Brock Tim's, or <laughs> I'm the carrots and peas if we talk about fried rice, however you want to do it. There we go. I got excited. I was like, y'all figured it out. I hit up Courtney. He's going DJ co-host with me for Beef and Broccoli shows. We do the show. Chemistry's fire. COVID hits. Haven't done a show since. That was the literally last, like, the, last the next day. It was crazy. Yeah. Long, and we long. talked about it on stage. Like, yeah, this COVID shit ain't serious. A seen a stage in 11 months. Crazy. One year later. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, we're glad we get to connect again, man. Thanks for doing the show, bro. Oh, no, I really appreciate you guys having me. You know, no one, listen, no one talks to me. Like, <laughs> I don't do, I'm not on any of the social media. I'm barely on uh, Facebook. I check my LinkedIn more than I check anything else. So, you know, I don't really have access to the world. Uh, that sounded more like a flex than a complaint. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be seeing comedians reach out to me. I'm too busy networking, you know, with real jobs and responsibilities that pay me well. Uh, <laughs> that is a very positive spin on it, Gastor. I believe you know what I mean. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe in you, brother. You know what I mean. You, you, can't, you can't be doing that well with exposed brick in the background. I right? like that. Mm. That's a sign. Like NBC has shown me in many sitcoms that that's a sign of success. You know, that's affluence. That is that is uh that is an apartment building in like you know. Lower East Side Manhattan that has been gentrified and now costs four thousand dollars a month for something. You know, what I mean, even if it's not, that's what people think. 
That's what's being projected by the image. I mean, if it's any consolation, uh, this brick is untreated, so it just crumb. It just it's like it's just like it's like imagery of my life. It's just slowly crumbling. <laughs> oh man, you heard it here first. All of y'all out there, Craigslist potential building workers. If you're looking for blue collar work, hit up Courtney. <laughs> Please seal his you. wall. Please seal his wall. You no, know, please just come come through, seal my wall. Uh, I would really appreciate it. Everything's dusty, like I'm under construction, and I don't like it. Oh <laughs> uh, man, yo, people like hitting up court. Yo, you you got asthma? No, I got a shitty landlord. And <laughs> <laughs> then I got brick lung. That's the most New York shit you could have. I got brick lung, my dog. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's get into the news and politics. Ooh. Let's do it up. Rand Paul calls impeachment dead on arrival after Republicans signal the trial is unconstitutional. That's right. The Senate uh, tabled an effort by Senator Rand Paul on Tuesday to force a vote on the constitutionality of former president. Love saying that. Donald Trump's impeachment trial. Uh, But the vote offered an indicator for how Republican senators feel about the trial. Paul's motion was killed 55-45 with five Republicans joining the Democrats, meaning 45 Republicans voted for Paul's effort. You know what I mean? That's a shift. They need at least 17 Republicans uh, to vote uh, uh, with the Democrats uh, when the trial begins next month in order to convict uh, Trump. So, yeah, this, this is big news right here. You know what I mean? That means that there's actually a chance... The people snap on them. Uh, significantly, they mentioned that Mitch McConnell uh, sided with Paul's vote. So there's oh, like sure. a, a bit of a current happening here. Anti-Trump. All it took was four years and an insurgency. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> like All it took is almost the end of this country. And they're like, yo, we should uh, reconsider our loyalties. Isn't you know? it always almost the end of this country is what it is that makes us finally reconsider? You know what I mean? It's almost the it, it, like uh, you know it, it merely takes a civil war, it, it, like oh. yeah, that's all piddly little things like that. Or we don't like who's on you know Dancing with the Stars or whatever. It's always just the dire end of the country is what does it. <laughs> you figured it would need a little, you know, like you know a little bit of a disagreement, a little bit of uncomfort, but the very end. You know, the fact that it needs all of that is just wow. Also, I like that it took this extreme and it's still only a third of the Republicans. Like two thirds of them like, nah, I still need more proof that this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got, listen, man, he got dirt on all of them. He got some some R. Kelly style video of all of them on the island with some kids or something because the fact that they ride for him so strong and then like this like he's gone now like he's in florida like this is some debo mind control like when he around i ain't saying nothing but when he leave i be talking again like he leaves and he's just like oh yeah you know what i think i think we do need to get rid of him you ain't said that shit to his face <laughs> that's very true yeah you have four years, 365 days a year you had over thirteen thousand, you know 1300 chances to tell right. that when he was, I don't fuck he with was you. on his Ronald Reagan, you know what I'm saying? Make America great again type shit. And like, no one was really, they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like first glimpses of it not being great and things going bad. They was just like, all right, well, I mean, 
I ain't really gonna say nothing. I believe. I believe. I believe in him. I guess. <laughs> I believe in him. Oh man, that slogan still hurts me so much because it's like it means like you know it, it it's been sided with hate as it should be, right? It was used by really, uh, you know, uh, uh, people that I don't agree with a lot of the things they're about. But I really fuck with that slogan. That's my issue. Like it, it's catchy. That's my like it's such I got so like, I really okay, wish Castor, so you good. gotta you gotta ignore the catchiness that of Trump. You always get wrapped in on like Listen. how much of a showman he is. And I'm like, yeah, but he's evil. And you're like, yeah, but you know like I just wish like Trump like channeled his shit for like Reebok, you know, like he could like really like fix a, a brand that I loved once, you know. That's Listen, all I man. want. Honestly, honestly. Trump, like actually having a a, a commercial for soldieries, uh, I would love it so much. <laughs> I would love it so much. Just just dope boy shoes and Reebok and Trump. You said Reebok, right? Am I getting that yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm about just that. Trump right? and juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> Make high great again. I like it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, man, I'm down for that right there. <laughs> Democrats introduce bill to raise the minimum wage to $15 by 2025. That's right. Uh, seeking a full. By 2025? <laughs> by 2025. That, that, is, that is all the time that is needed. <laughs> they need another four years to convince the uh the the congress that uh that is the right amount of money that we should be making now in four years somehow uh yeah they're seeking to fulfill a long-standing democratic ambition uh to raise the bill about 15 bucks it got introduced on tuesday uh the measure which is included in uh president joe biden's 1.9 trillion dollar relief package <laughs> calls for a gradual increase um this is uh the first push for this um, since uh, 2009, where it was uh, at 725, not including uh, Barack Obama's pressurized pitch in the State of the Union in 2013. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So they want to, they want to gradually move up to 15 dollars. Yeah, in the next hey, four wait, years. Come on, Soleil. Well, you know, you know the the shock, the shock of giving someone that much money uh, increase <laughs> in their bill is not going to go over well so you got to slowly give them that 16 cent on the dollar every year great so it's like the equivalent of what the seven dollars is to us now in four years i mean honestly in four years are even going to be using paper money i feel like it's it's we're going to be back it's going to be back to bloodshed and trading horses and shit you know I'm, like, I mean, they know what they know what's up. Uh, Inflation is going to go up. This pandemic is going to make things very strained. So in five years, that fifteen dollars is going to be nothing. It's going to be regular minimum wage, and everyone's going to be fighting to get it bumped up again. Well, I mean, th- this is what is wild is like he's pitching this because he thinks this might pass. Like, meaning he knows that if he would have said fifteen dollars by twenty twenty four. They'd have been like, nah, that's just craziness, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got to stretch that out, B, if I'm even consider this, you know? <laughs> so I, that, that, that's I want $15 by May. <laughs> May of this year. I want it in the next four months. 
Like, how you know, is that if, so hard? Like, let me get fifteen dollars by the end of the month if you can. <laughs> yeah, just bump bump it all up. I think if there's anything that this uh, pandemic has taught us is that none of this is real. So just give me more money. Yeah. Which sadly is actually very real. But yeah, just still, just give me more money. Just do that. That's all anyone is asking for right now. And the <laughs> thing is, like, give me more money. If I started at 725 at a job and I was a terrible worker, I think the way the raises I would qualify for would get me to $15 as is. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sounds like the raises I got quarterly like at UPS when I was like loading trucks. Like, yo, gee, you've been killing it. We're going to give you an extra 35 cent yeah. starting next quarter. You know what I mean? Like, this is wild. Like, this is, it's like 50 cent to 75 cent a year, a quarter or something they're giving you. And man, they bestowed that on you like it was manna from the heavens. Here <laughs> is your extra 40 cents an hour. And I'm like, what? I had That's a, a wild at UPS when I got an extra when I when I learned the extra like thing they would give me a fifty cent raise to a dollar raise depending on what it was and they would announce it in the morning meeting like it was some crazy shit you know fifty so you, cent on every dollar that you make or fifty cent <laughs> straight up all together like it like all together fifty cent <laughs> <laughs> like Yo. like fifty like fifty cents uh, an hour or fifty cents. Like at the end of the year, <laughs> like fifty, like it's like, hey, you make you make fourteen dollars uh, an hour, but we're gonna pay you fifty cent extra on the dollar, which sounds like a fun way of getting a raise, but like a, a whole fifty cent. Don't tell me, don't tell me, because I'm never gonna notice. Even if you exactly. told me when I get my paycheck, I'm gonna be, like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, this shit feel fifty cent heavier. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Well, if you're gonna get that super size, but now. I'm about that right there. Yeah, do that guac. Why not? You can't. You can't. You, where are you guacamoleing for fifty cent? <laughs> I know. You can't even. Real, real talk. Cheese is a dollar. You can't even cheese with the extra fifty cent. You just got a pot. You just like, hey man, keep the change. I guess my my gain is your gain. <laughs> yeah, yo, real talk, real talk, Courtney. I remember. I remember one day in college, I bought four sliders. From Wendy's, I mean from um from White Castle, and like I knew I ain't have extra the cheese money for the cheese slider. So I was there like, nah, give me the regular. And then I went home and I made the squares out of the craft joint. I was like, yeah, it's the same. It's not the same. I haven't done it since. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I, I just remember really sad just telling myself that at like two in the morning and, 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 and like after class, I was like, it's alright, B. It's the same. It's, it, it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shame you. We've all been there. That's 49. It was it was between like 25 and 49 cents a slice for cheese. And you like, I don't understand how that small of cheese is between 29 and 49 cents. <laughs> per slider? Nah, B. I got cheese in my refrigerator. Oh yeah, it, it 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 hurt though because like you know when you get the sliders from White Castle, they're perfect squares, the meat patty, and so is the cheese when you get it. But when you make the cheese squares at home from the craft slice, mm-hmm. there's so, like always that like little crooked curve in the middle part. You got it's like seventy five percent just craft cheese bite. It's just nothing but craft <laughs> cheese bite, and you like all right, well, uh, so I'm tight. Get man. this real quick. <laughs> I've never been like more proud of what the bun does in a sandwich. Like I just hide my mistakes, you know. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, I really, I, I'm enjoying this tale of you, uh, you know, remixing your sandwiches when you get home. Uh, it, uh, I'm enjoying this. That's if how you didn't, know. If there's, there was always something, if you didn't remix it when you got home, I mean, was it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I, I I think it's the discriminating taste that comes towards a a new uh, a white castle or uh, depending on where you live a crystal that mm. that you were like well I can salvage this no you can't you just bought it like why are you trying to save don't save her she don't want to be saved. <laughs> you gotta eat that as is you need to sit in your in the moment and eat it as is quit trying to you can i mean i got stop. it i got it from my i got it from my mom you order what it is you don't have at home up to the maximum price that you're willing to pay for and you get that drain home and then you do the rest of the work yourself uh and you save that money you order the basic pizza and you put all your toppings on at home. You just warm that bad boy up a second time. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lived I, until you watch your mom rearrange some pepperoni on a pizza she just bought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the same. That's not mine. It's not. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's not work for me. No, uh-uh. no. <laughs> Biden confronts Putin. Over several issues in first call, uh, according to the White Caps. That's right. President Joe Biden held his first call on Tuesday with his Russian counterpart. And he confronted President Vladimir Putin over a range of issues from a recent massive cyber attack to the suspected poisoning of the country's leading opposition figure. The call, which occurred midday, amounted to Biden's opening bid at diplomacy, with one of his chief adversaries whom he has met previously, but not dealt with as an equal. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just, I, I just wanted to read this article because I really like picture Vladimir like, oh, word, you got promoted. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <you."> <laughs> hey, hey, ain't you the dude from the background a couple of years ago? Didn't I see you in the background? All right, all right, word, word. Okay, all right. You get the black guy's coffee, right? Yeah, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i i, I can't imagine because they're really like the white house staff is really trying to pitch this like joe biden like laid down the law and i i know for i don't fact, believe it no fucks yeah yeah <laughs> i i I'm, i mean they just get on the phone and just say look here jack like i don't think <laughs> i don't think that uh that they're even saying that he was tough when speaking to him and this was a call of diplomacy. I was like, nah, I don't think so. Like Putin's <laughs> nuts. Putin's nuts. And we yeah. know he is. And even right. like you can mean mug him all you want, but I don't I don't see Joe in a call being like, you know, real talk. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I don't see you know, Yo, just, that would be every, just, if, just like, clapping on every <laughs> No, nah, but for real though. I'm here now. Like that's not. I don't, think, I, I don't think that's really how he how he uh, took that call. I don't think. I, I would I, love. I, I want to imagine that they're Zoom calls. Like I don't. I, I don't. I know they're old school in that way, especially for technology. But I just want to imagine that they're on a Zoom call 
and uh, Vladimir answers with a samurai sword, and he just got a samurai <laughs> sword and his shirt off. And his shirt off. Like, Go on. And he's, he's just in dress pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on, talk to talk. What were you trying to say? And just Joe Biden's just like, hey, um, uh, just don't if you can, and if you can't, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. Oh yeah, yeah like, for sure. He definitely, yeah. Vlad did not have on a shirt for that whole call. Like I don't know if he wears shirts anymore at this point. <laughs> I feel like he paid so much money to have his chest look the way it does that Which I don't. Crazy. Yeah, it's to if you to want to look swollen. The kind of you got the kind of pull where no one can say anything bad about you without murder. <laughs> I'm not getting anything done. I'm not working out. I'm not getting anything done, and I'm not putting on a shirt. And I'm everybody just has to refer to me as beefy. Hey, dog. He, he, he just he's just always beefy. He's the most in shape person I've ever seen in my life. You, you know what I thought? Like real talk, I thought that like. Vladimir's pull is so heavy that he got like body doubles, and I think that's a given. So I feel mm-hmm. like imagine if you was like the test body double, like he was like, Yo, I'm thinking of getting this surgery done to get diesel. I need you <laughs> to get pecs and, and put into you to see what I would look like. And like that dude, like putting all the pushback, he's like, Yo, like, you know, we, we can't do that in Photoshop, you know what I mean? He's like, nah, I <laughs> And nah, I want that shit. I need to see like, in real life. <laughs> That's why he just started putting up pictures of him just being regular. He was like, nah, I ain't like how that looked. But somewhere there's a rejected body <laughs> double with like fake pecs and abs that he ain't want. You know what I mean? <laughs> he can't find a shirt that fits or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Hey, laughs> rejected Vladimir Putin body, body double just roaming around the earth just mad. <laughs> Off. Like, David, I'm out of a job now. Yeah, I, mean, I, I will look right. I got nine abs. I ain't want nine abs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's always itchy. I don't know why. <laughs> I just feel like those kinds of that kind of surgery would just make you always itchy. <laughs> um, oh, <man. laughs> if you're Joe Biden, do you subtly drop into that conversation how much money Donald Trump owes you? Oh, that's like, dope. like he owes. He owes Putin some money. Do you just be like, oh, and by the way, you get your money? Oh, dude, ever give you? Oh, dude, ever give you that money he owes you? I'm just asking. You know, you don't even got to tell me. I'm just nosy. He ain't ain't give you that money? Okay. All right. He came to me for it, too, but I was like, nah, I ain't got to go to Vlad. Vlad's a dude. Nah, you know, listen, they talking about my Rolex, but last time I saw him, he had the the new Automare. So, you know, (laughs) I don't even got that kind of money. (laughs) See, and that is the kind of diplomacy I want to hear about. That is, that's the kind of diplomacy I think we need to be taking towards uh, our dear leaders abroad. (laughs) I am all about it, all about it. In, uh, In the most gangster power move, Bernie Sanders turns his inauguration meme into a sweatshirt for charity. That's right, y'all. Um, at the inauguration, as many people know, uh, my man Bernie Sanders came through with the mittens and the power pose, and that <laughs> pose went popular. He took that he took that meme and put it on a sweater, pushed numbers, sold out. Proceeds have gone to Meals on Wheels in Vermont. Sanders home state for the for the for, for his position in Congress. So major props, forty five dollars a piece, sold out same day. 
I'm just so proud of this. As you could tell, like uh, this is like a proud Brooklyn moment for me. I just like seeing this kind of energy out there. <laughs> Only he was like, "Oh, word, y'all gonna talk shit about me? Crack jokes? Cool." Now, I mean, I'm gonna show y'all how we do this, son. You know, I feel like he played Jay Z throughout this whole meeting, like when they when when they was like deciding what to do with about this mean situation. He's like, "Yo, nah, he's from Vermont. He played he played like James Taylor throughout the whole thing. He didn't play, <laughs> didn't play Jay Z, but, but he moved to Vermont. He born and, and raised in BK, so I feel like he did that like on some like." Yo, I'm a flex on these dudes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think like Jay Z and Jay Z probably live in Vermont too. Nobody know where he at. You know, <laughs> nobody seen that dude. I know he ain't on the block. I drive by Marcy all the time. That dude, he is way more Listen, likely to be in Vermont than he is in my hood. So I feel a like real, oh, real talk. Last time I was in Vermont, which was last year, summertime, I saw Howard Dean paddle standing paddle boarding. I wish I was joking. <laughs> I am not lying. Howard Dean. There's people, Vermont got some sleepers. Vermont got some towns and some sleepers. I don't put it past Jay-Z. He might be. He might be in Vermont. Yo, real talk. I was I was joking, but Courtney just sold me. You heard it here first. Gastromonte moving to Vermont. I'm shopping on Zillow as we speak. You are you know not I mean? going to Vermont. Get out of here. No, you I honestly, honestly, you would you you would not. you would not like it you were surprised at the idea that not every place in the country had bacon egg and cheese sandwiches on every corner you ain't gonna you ain't gonna make it in vermont (laughs) first of all as soon as you come in and you say i need a bacon egg and cheese and they go you want a bacon egg and what what kind of cheese would you yeah, and you know mornings, bro. You know how many mornings after like being hungover from a road gig, I would go into stores and in random places all over this country asking for that, and I had to explain it. And I'm like, all the parts are in the name. Like, I'm I don't know what more you want me to say. Like, even if you never heard of it, I'm saying everything that's in it. <laughs> you know, like the worst okay. thing I be getting is a really like bad omelet you know like it, it tell me that like oh like you want that all scrambled together cool then i'd understand at least but the fact that they they make it sound like i'm inventing parts you know what i mean I'm like, <laughs> it's all in the world it's in the name what do you want from me this is uh kaiser because there isn't a uh like a like a like a deli population or, or even jewish population uh as large as new york city even getting a roll or some of the necessary ingredients that we are so used to on a day-to-day basis outside of New York City is dumb hard. And every time I go home or go to my mom's house, I hate, I hate it. I hate it because it's just like, I, I don't, New York City is too much and it's too expensive, but at least it's just like, as they kick you in the stomach, they give you like a good slice of pizza as a, as a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hurt you. Y'all just need to learn how to adjust. That's what I think. You guys are dependent so. on everything in in one store. Uh, so that's not cool when you run in there. And now my tampons smell like bacon. Like, do you understand? All the, have you really thought about all the issues, what it's like to live next to a flat top grill? Like, that's not that's not feasible it's not that's what, that's what i that's what i need to go i want to buy a random cup of ice 
I want to buy a bacon, egg and cheese, a do-rag, an off-color t-shirt, because there's never white or black ones. There's always like burgundy or baby blue, and you're like, I don't know why you ordered those. <laughs> and, I, and I want to buy uh, a $2 scratcher. And that's, that's you know, I, I, need, I need that, and you can't do it at Target when you leave New York City. At all. No, at all. no. But, I mean, when you leave, there are... Uh, gas stations that have, but they may not have, you know, someone making food in there. Although there may be an attached restaurant, but there's not just a grill next to the lottery tickets. Um, <laughs> I mean. why, do you, why do you think you need that? I don't know why because you think you part need of that, that. Flavor, part of that flavor comes from all the shit you have to touch in a day. Like, like, none of, like if you got somebody who specifically works the grill, he don't pick up all the seasonings like he's supposed to. Exactly. That season <laughs> comes straight from twenty dollar bills, you know. Yeah, I need yeah. a dollars on occasion, you know. Oh, Not you taking know off I mean? the glove when he takes my money. That all adds to it. Okay, y'all little Pepto ass. It's okay. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know how your stomachs make it, but <laughs> yo, real talk. Uh, the last party I threw here at my crib, I remember like. People was like, yo, what are we going to do? And I went next door. I was like, I was like, I'll get some drinks and I'll figure out at the store. And at the store, like, I bought uh, three two liters. I bought chips. And then, like, on the way to the to the counter, I was like, I need activities. I bought domino set, a domino table, a hookah set. Come on. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's all. And they think what blows my mind is they figure out how to stash all this. In like a twenty by ten room, like it's incredible. <laughs> Can't beat that. Target got to learn from them how to like you know figure out schematics because they got a lot of wasted territory. I got to go four or five hours to get all these pieces together right. that my corner store has within one room. If you don't understand the zen of going into a Target especially first thing in the morning. It is truly the most American thing to pull into the wasted space of a parking lot and then walk into the wasted space of a target and it's quiet. And all you hear is a swish, swish, swish of someone in like nylon pants with a red shirt, just restocking (laughs) everything and turning all the labels out. It is the most, I'm surprised that I didn't just fall asleep in carts immediately. As soon as walking in, it is, and then just slowly walking aisle to aisle and going, hmm, that's interesting. Look, that's a nice color. And next thing you know, you <laughs> paid like $200 and you literally only went in there for soap. It is, uh, uh, I mean, that's really the values that this country were built on. No, that's real. I'll give you that. But that is beautiful. <laughs> It is. It really. Uh-huh. It's just. A, it's a different kind of beauty. I think it's a different kind of beauty. Um, I give you that. I'm. Just, but I will point out, I have the exact same amount of line of credit at Target and at my corner store. You know, <laughs> Target gave me that five percent off card. Poppy mm-hmm. has a list on a brown paper bag. But I still got the same amount. You know, so they Listen, both take care of me. You know, and the Target cashier is not going to know the business. They're not going to know all the business in the neighborhood. My old bodega uh, cashier was always just like, hey, what happened with, with that fire in your building? I'm like, dog. <laughs> While my sandwiches did made me up here gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, in uh, medical news here, we're a uh, global tally of confirmed corona cases surpasses 
hundred million. Jeez, uh, the world has now surpassed hundred million confirmed cases of corona. Um, it's a figure that seemed almost unimaginable twelve months ago, uh, when the first case had only just been confirmed on U.S. soil. Uh, yeah, January fifteenth, the official global death toll for corona uh, surpassed two million, according to John Hopkins University. Uh, yeah, these uh, this is a lot of numbers. Uh, it's, it's crazy. So many numbers. That's terrifying. Yeah. As well. So yeah, y'all heard it here. Uh, very much like the rhythm, Corona is gonna get you. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Oh, uh, Gloria, you're gonna be mad at you. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, speaking of, uh, white people are getting vaccinated at higher rates than black and Latino uh, Americans. Um, black and Latino Americans are receiving COVID-19 vaccines at a significantly lower rate than uh, white people, a disparity that health advocates blame on the federal government and hospitals not prioritizing equitable access. Uh, CNN analysis. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I know. I know there's a lot of like reasonings for it, but uh, the analysis found that on average, four percent of the white population has received the COVID nineteen uh, vaccine, and that is two point three times higher than the black population and two point six Holy times higher crap. than the Hispanic population. Um, and this is uh, uh, also uh, with the the fact that uh, both of those uh, populations, black and Latinos, have also experienced a higher rate of uh covid uh infections and deaths uh so yeah there is some disparity i understand that uh we have uh some hoteps that are telling us not to take it for various reasons but that'll only account for like five to ten black folk um that have not taken it the rest of this is on uh the US <laughs> and, and yeah we can't it. we can't put all of this on the hoteps yeah you can't put yeah. that on them right there you know i mean i noticed some uh conspiracy theories but uh the majority on this is just a lack of access. It's a damn shame. Is uh, some opportunity being dropped off here that needs to get stepped up at. Um, yeah. So fix that. We want to live. I'm trying to take mine. My wife is talking shit because she got her, for her first shot, and I ain't got the hookups. So I need the plug. If somebody knows where I could get the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, I could use that too. I wouldn't mind uh, if somebody wanted to just stick me. Real and talk. also with the vaccine. That would be great too. <laughs> Either one, whichever one works uh, for you. <laughs> Either way, socially distance is as far as possible uh, away, but still getting the job done. So if you think, there we go. If you think that's you. Go. you. Uh, so <laughs> we uh, we make a push for uh, our fans to DM us for articles, and um, I am fully expecting. Chalet was current request to get far more uh, response to any anything we've got <laughs> so far. So yeah, go no, for it, no. fellas. <laughs> I'm I'm sure no one is going to slide into my DMs and offer to stick me. <laughs> I know I have said far worse in many places, and people are just like, "Girl, you funny." <laughs> so you know, uh, keep, of, send, uh, not keep getting sending those out. articles. Oh yeah. Speaking of not getting the shot, a man lived undetected in Chicago airport for three months 
That's right, a California man who was scared to go home because of COVID lived undetected in Chicago's O'Hare Airport for three months, according to multiple reports. Uh, Aditya Singh, 33, was arrested on Saturday, uh, local time, uh, Saturday morning in O'Hare Airport and charged $500 for theft and impersonation uh, in a restricted area of an airport. Singh uh, appeared in uh, will appear in court. Um, and uh, yeah, he is being charged for uh, $500 in debt. And for prote- wait, hold on, he's what, being he- charged for $500? Yeah, apparently he like uh, stole some like small supplies to figure this out. Um, by the same token, it only took him $500 to survive for three months. Uh, yeah, we petty. We oh. petty as shit. <laughs> like, you, a whole be- goddamn, you a whole goddamn airport, and you like, nah. I want to go through full litigation for five hundred. It's gonna cost two hundred thousand dollars, but I want my five hundred dollars back. And if you don't let that man go home, yo, he doesn't want to go home. <laughs> and not just at the airport, like <laughs> you don't let it. Go. Also, that's very impressive at the airport because five hundred dollars is like a book and a bag of Doritos. So for him to be able to survive for three months on five hundred dollars in I mean, the airport, he he, pro- he had he there was some like okay so the airport has free Wi Fi so he doesn't have to stop working. Most okay. of the okay. most of the restaurants in the airport are open. They are a bit expensive, but he hasn't been paying rent for three months, so he's stacking cheddar. Wait, the hold on. Thing- now we are assuming that he's got direct deposit. <laughs> If he has a credit card, there's some way that he's getting his money deposited okay, in, sure. his, in his bank. So, okay. so it's looking like the things that he stole were probably things that you can't buy or don't want to buy from uh, from one of those stores. Like most of those stores aren't going to sell you soaps and all those other things. And if they do, they're trash. So it's just like if I can go into one of these little corner spots and I'm going to steal toothpaste because I'm not buying that. I'm going to steal water or one of those other goofy things. Then that can equal $500 and he's paying for everything else. So if you look at it, he's getting more use out of the airport than anyone because no one's traveling. He did them a favor. (laughs) So it looks like we just found counsel for uh, Mr. Singh. That's right. <laughs> Cordy the attorney. That was that was the closing I'll statement. Be Johnny Cochran. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If he does not fly, he must not die. <laughs> <laughs> he only stole one though, so he don't owe you five hundred. <laughs> I'm so angry with all of you. Uh, Shalewa, you have an article here as well? I do. I uh, This is a late edition, but um, uh, I, I, I thought and I thought maybe you'd have uh, some interesting insight into this um, Gastler being a parent and everything. Um, so the title of this one is COVID Baby Boom? No, 2020 triggered a baby bust, and that will have lasting impacts. Um, <laughs> apparently... Uh, Okay, here we go. Early in the pandemic, there were jokes about quarantines prompting a baby boom. But roughly nine months since COVID-19 triggered a national emergency in the U.S., experts are reporting a baby bust. There will be significantly fewer newborns this winter and in 2021. 
whether social distancing urged romantic partners to meet less or financial strain and childcare uncertainty <laughs> caused families to hit pause on having kids, the coronavirus pandemic has led to a decline in both planned and unplanned pregnancies. <laughs> Experts said, who's tracking unplanned? Pre- Anywho, um, <laughs> like who's, who's the guy with that clipboard? Who picked up that hey, clipboard that day? No, you might not have wanted them. Figured, uh, just want to check. I, why do you think you didn't want him? You named him Fuck. You know, what I mean? <laughs> seemed like a hint. You know, what I mean, so I figured I yeah. come. So apparently, there um, uh, Thursday. Um, let's see, what was it? A Brookings Institute report projects about three hundred thousand fewer births next year. Wow, that's wild. And I mean, I I understand why people thought, why people joked in their in the beginning, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have these little Corona babies everywhere um, because that's what happened. Um, I guess they're thinking of boomers, which if you don't know actually why you're calling uh, these older people boomers, it's because they were part of the baby boom that happened at the end of World War Two. But see, that was a happy situation. Like a, I, we just we just came home from watching everyone I know die. Let me yeah, get let me get some. This is not as happy as post war time. This is more of like war. So we're, <laughs> we're not as we're not as thrilled right now. Um, so that's going to be, and also. Uh, Millennials are having babies less anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're already on the decline. And then um, uh, if there's anything that COVID definitely put into stark relief, it's how fucked up the systems are across the board. Right. So like financial issues are like at the forefront and, um, you know, mental health issues are at the forefront and just uh, social issues are Lord of mercy. So like, why would you, why, why, why would you see all of this? Why would you turn on your television and see all of this and then go, ah, but a baby though. I mean, if you, <laughs> if you had one and I last weekend discovered uh two people that I knew had babies, but they didn't say shit about them, I don't think, until the babies <laughs> were out. And I was like, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I see. But, um, but yeah, like, it, it just seems like, yeah, if you already were leaning towards not, uh, then you definitely are, are, are not trying to, at a time when you're scared of possibly dying after a trip to the grocery store. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if yeah. if just going to check your mail could kill you, I don't know why you'd want another one of you to be around for that. I mean, I I, I thought about this, Salewa, and mm-hmm. I feel like what COVID did is it actually created an environment that goes against everything I know about how babies come to this world. You know, like my understanding is, you know, you you meet someone. You know, you knock them up, you have a baby, you know, and then you're like, oh, shit, you know, we should raise this kid. You know, that's how I've seen it work. COVID actually puts you in a situation where we got to know each other, you know, and we're like, yo, we shouldn't have a baby. Like, it's like. (laughs) Okay, so you're speaking to, like, say, the couples that uh, that maybe fell apart. Uh, yeah, like COVID. Yes. Yeah, because if you're stuck together and you're forced to get to know each other, you realize very quickly, yo, 
we probably shouldn't be parents. More people shouldn't be parents, but that's not how people become parents. Most people be have a kid and they're like, oh shit, we're parents. And then they figure it out and they're like, yo, well, this is a terrible idea, but you can't take it back. The baby's already here. Whereas COVID created an environment for people to figure out, yo, we're bad at being together, just us two. We can't add a third person. Gotcha. No other yeah, situation yeah. works. You know, like I love, I love Gabby, but that's just random luck. We have babies <laughs> and then it's like, oh shit, we should get to know each other. And it turns out really bad, <laughs> you know? Not not bad. It, it, yeah, I'm lucky. I'm blessed in that regard. But I can't say that that was something that I planned for. You know what I mean? It just happened. Oh, shit. Right. You kid, I should get to know you. You should get to know me. We're going to be in business together. You know? Uh, Gasor, that is honestly the most romantic story I've ever heard. Oh, that yeah. Is- yeah, yeah. No, for real, because it, it, it truly not like it truly is like, uh, yeah, no, this is actually how how those things work out. And I guess the unplanned part of it is like there are no bars. There are yeah. no you know what I mean? There's no way to even get to the point where you suddenly have a baby. Uh, I'm you. I, yeah. I really think like most babies are are from couples that haven't been together long enough to realize they shouldn't have a baby. Cause you right off the bat, mm. you got knocked up kids, right? Like, all right, so that's a accident right away. One night stand kids, um, way too early kids, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the majority of the kids. Like, very few kids come from situations where it's described like, "Yo, we've been together ten years. We've been thinking about having a kid for the last two, and then we had the kid." That is rare. I don't hear that often. You know, most yeah, of the I kids mean, I, I know I feel like the that- other. <laughs> happens but it also what happens is the waiting for so long can tend to break up a couple and yeah. then when they do split uh and meet someone else then they each immediately have kids like right then <laughs> so they already went through the waiting thing and then they're just like well let's just go ahead and do this i, I like, think most kids are oopsies and most parents realize it is way easier to edit the story of how they got together than it is to edit the baby. So they're like, Oh, right. yo, that's a t-shirt. Hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> hmm. That dang dropping jewels in here right now. <laughs> wow. That's deep as hell. Gastor. Hey, speaking. And also from- makes sense. Cause I'm an oopsie. Uh, I am definitely a- an accident in the flesh. <laughs> all the stories. Go ask your parents how it happened. It'd be like, "Yo, let's." I, I was, uh, I was, I was, I saw your mother. She's beautiful. Now, nah, but for real, like you got to get them into it, you know. And then you hear some crazy shit. Like my dad be like, "Yo, I was dating your mom, but I was living in New York. She was living in DR. I went to visit real quick, uh, <laughs> and boom, you hear that's the story. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they'll make it sound romantic, you know, when they talk about it in the microphone at the anniversary. But I know that's not what happened. You know? <laughs> You know what I mean? And my daughter, well, my daughter has to figure it out, but she go figure it out. You know why? Because it's, it's just basic math. She's born in December. She's born in January. Wedding was in December. Yeah, there was no planning. There's no planning involved. It's one month apart. Something happened here, honey. All right. <laughs> well, I I don't know exactly how planned I was, but um, I I think I was a, a gift and a joy when okay. I arrived. 
There you uh, go, Shalewa. Yeah. Guess Actually, what? Uh, no, here, honestly, honestly, uh, uh, I, I, my mother started to say something about the night I was conceived. They went to a play and started and had too much wine, and I stopped her. I said, I don't need to. I truly don't need to know the particulars as to how I got here. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I do not. I, I do not need to know. I mean, I can count back. I could do the math. I know I was an anniversary baby. I know there I was. You know? They've been married a couple of years. I get it. I get it. Tell um, me. But, you know, it's still like that's I'm not surprised that there aren't many babies coming out of this. This is a it's a, I don't okay. I don't even if understand. You had, how if you, what, if you had a baby going into it or you had kids going into it, more power to you. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like you have someone to share this terrible experience with, but in a positive way of just like you guys are insulated as a family and as a unit. And I think that's dope. But also, if you didn't already have kids, I am, I can see Zoom. Like, you, your kids are home. I'm watching what's happening in the background of everyone who I work with who has kids. And nothing about them ripping down whole bookshelves in the, at 8 o'clock in the a.m. makes me want to get off that call and be like, I should get one of them. For my, for my quarantine, <laughs> I should do that for my quarantine. You know what I don't? You know what I have too much time of, even though I don't have much time. Free, I got too much free time on my hands, and <laughs> if I can, you know, get away from feeling dreadful and uh, all of this anxiety and have a baby, that would be real dope. But I mean, you know, there are couples who got together or were just barely together when this started. And that's a thing. Either the couples uh, like fell apart as they had to get to know each other very quickly, or they, I don't know if it's a trauma bond or what, but they bonded and now they're stronger than ever. And people are getting married after meeting last March or, you know what I mean? So I, I thought out of those things, there would be uh, like some kids. But I guess not. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess I you mean, gotta draw the line somewhere. And that's and and I I also respect that because you know this quarantine has pretty much fast tracked everything. So what it was should have been your year relationship, you spent four years worth of time together. Wow. Uh, when you first start dating someone, you see them maybe a few times a week, and then as you pick up, you see each other more, but you don't see each other every day for like those first couple of months. Uh, and then if you started dating someone during quarantine, you probably saw them every single day. All of the things that you didn't learn that you should have learned later in your relationship, you learned within those first couple of months. And I guess that helps you decide whether or not this is someone you want to have a baby with at the moment. I, look, some good came out of this. Hey, let's, I know I asked all my friends what they did during the quarantine. And for the most part, they leaned into things they enjoy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, I want to play a lot of P.S., uh, five, you know, uh, I got into fantasy sports, watched a lot of porn. I don't know anybody that was like, yo, I was watching all these videos about fathers changing diapers. Crazy. Yo, <laughs> not one dude has done that ever, you know? So, yeah, I, I feel like no one fantasizes of it. No one's going to do it. And this was the time to fantasize. And I ain't hear nobody reaching out for that, you know? So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think uh, anybody wants uh extra kids when they don't have to have them um, extra you know <laughs> and one kid is deaf extra so yeah <laughs> yo, uh, yo. but if you're if you're listening little babies out there i mean we're glad you're here but i mean hey good luck 
Like, like, <laughs> like we love y'all. It's just understand that as a dad, like I see my kids and I hug them, and I also see the Cadillac I could have bought instead. Like every time, you know, it's like I love you, but I could have so many nicer things. But yeah, like you're cool. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing well. But I would love to be visiting Europe more than once every five to ten years. You know what I'm saying? Instead of buying four tickets when I go somewhere. So yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man, we what, really are going to have. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what everybody at home is thinking right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I could have a kid, or you know, I could buy those Dior Jordans. They both are expensive as hell. One's a flex on Instagram. Oh boy, we are going to have to start a Patreon for the therapy for your children if they ever hear this podcast, Gaston. You do not, Shalay, because I tell this. To them all the time. I know. I know. Very direct. Like, listen, I expect more from you because you gotta keep them humble. I, I'm very honest. You know, I, you know why I expect the world from you? Because I could have bought more of the world instead of you. All right. <laughs> if you were here, yeah. Go yeah. after it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh in business, East Coast hit with massive internet outage and disruption of remote and virtual work. Uh, mostly due to this supposed snowstorm we've got. Uh, many people uh, on Tuesday uh, claimed uh, Verizon Files was having service issues uh, from Boston to New York to D.C. Um, See, so yeah, I don't know if any of y'all experienced this uh, disruption of service. Um, I feel like this was... Like, when I read this article, um, I had also just gone outside. So people was hyping up. Yo, it was going to snow. I'm a landlord. I don't want somebody slipping in the front of the building. So I went out there ready with salt. There was not a puddle of water on my property. I didn't see shit. I feel like the people that got together to plan the insurgency in the Capitol, they were like, yo, I just want a day off. You know what I mean? And like, they got, they were like, yo, we got this parlor app. It was used for evil. Let's use this for good. You know? So they just all got together on parlor they got together on Reddit, and they were like, yo, listen, everybody just say the internet don't work today. And that's what happened. I feel like this was a mass of people that just decided they were going to just put the black screens on their computers and claim <laughs> that they shit don't work. Because it's, it's both. Uh, if, if, if I don't have any snow in my front yard, you can't tell me snow knocked out Verizon. <laughs> but sorry, but do you also have Verizon in your front yard? I'm just, I got, I got the cable shot. I see the stripes, you know, I feel like I would have seen more, you know? I mean, I don't, Courtney, did you experience any shortage or anything? Yeah. Earlier, earlier today, there was, uh, everything wouldn't load properly. And, mm. uh, I had to even disconnect from the Wi-Fi on my phone, uh, during working hours just because I couldn't load any email. I, I just want to note that, uh, Courtney works at a regular job and he knows that they might see this. Uh, so, you know, I understand why you stick into that story, Courtney. I, I wait, feel you. Wait, I work anyway. at a regular job. <laughs> anybody not, also, ain't nobody at my regular job going to see this. Don't nobody. They, we we have too much to distract ourselves to pay attention to anything that any of our coworkers do, even if they're famous, even if they're doing big things. It's just like, ugh, I got enough of him. <laughs> I got enough. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing is that, um, uh, you know, you can work in my office and have even been on television and no one truly cares. 
They're just like, oh, that's sweet. It's almost like family in that way where they're like, oh, what are you just telling your little funny stories again or something? And it's like, you you never really liked me, huh? <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it's, yeah, but it's perfectly fine. But yeah, I mean, my my internet was a little draggy today, but I just assume that's because I have very bad internet. Um that only services my area. So uh, it's always it's always an outage in Bushwick. There's always an outage in Bushwick. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the snow situation was laughable, but maybe it hit places uh, below New York. I don't know. Whatever snow there was is completely gone by now. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there truly was enough. I'm I'm not sure that the insurgency people got together on Parlor to lie about it. Um, <laughs> that is giving them a, a, a good amount of credit uh, um, because <laughs> they've already run up on the Capitol. I feel like lying about a day off is kind of small potatoes. <laughs> like they would, they would shoot for something more <laughs> than just getting a day off. Um, but uh, yeah, I I mean, you could also just call call a day off, right? Can't you just? I mean, at I, at this I point, in the pandemic, yeah, you should just be like, hey, you know what it is. I ain't yeah, be, I ain't I gonna can. be on tomorrow. I ain't yeah, gonna be on tomorrow. This, this one, this is not my day. Uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah, <laughs> don't ask you sick or anything. They just you just be like, hey man, I I tomorrow I'm just not. I just I'm just not. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, and people are have understood. Uh, people are still kind of understanding about it, which is yeah, wild because yeah, I mean, it's been almost a year. I feel like uh, some people should have reverted back, but I, I think it's mm-hmm. been so many waves of this that people are into the. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's cold. I get it. <laughs> you uh, you can call any call anything a mental health day. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's you heard, true. You heard it here first. <laughs> we break a lot of new news on this, yeah. uh, Courtney. We hear you hear a lot of things first <laughs> on our on our podcast. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! In other news, uh, Goya Board silences its CEO after he tells Fox News the election was rigged. That's right. The Goya Board of Directors had enough of CEO. Robert uh, Uneni's public uh, public comments in support of former President Donald Trump and his unfounded claims of voter fraud. On Friday, it voted to muzzle him. Uh, the the board of privately held the Latino food company uh, to censure Unane following his uh, most recent controversial remarks that questioned the legitimacy of the November election. Um, held wow. Uh, this That's is- fantastic. This is so gangster and so like about business. Um, as somebody who used to be uh, a manager in like uh, the uh, sales of uh, products like this, I can tell you that I know firsthand that Goya is actually uh, privately owned uh, by a large majority by family, and the CEO is part of that. So like, imagine how like gangster this is. Like your cousin's like, "Yo, my G, yo, shut the <laughs> fuck up, me." <laughs> messing up the money, you know what I mean? I'm trying to keep eating these beans over here, and you you keep talking your shit. Do that in private, you know. So that I'm I'm really hyped by this. That like basically all of these dudes got together, like yo, Theo's out of control. 
<laughs> this is this is kind of like when um uh Quincy Jones gave that interview uh to like New York magazine or something where he was just like, Yeah, I know who shot Kennedy. And you know uh Marv uh Marvin Gaye and Marlon Brando used to fuck like all that kind of shit. And he was just like just leaking out secrets and uh Rashida <laughs> had to like pull him aside and go, Baby, shut up. We need you to we need you to be quiet. Like this is a legacy you are destroying right now. So like, yeah, like his daughters had to pull him aside. Huh? I do think there's one difference, though. I believe Hmm. everything Quincy said. Oh, yeah. No, no, I don't. I absolutely believe what Quincy Jones was saying. And I want to hear more of it. But I understand that impulse to just be like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) he's he's fucking it up for uh, for himself and uh, also for us, Um, you know. (laughs) I wanted all of that out. I was like, yo, Quincy, you can't say this yet, but just, you know, start up, start up a journal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Start writing all this. I wanted all those, but who else was these people fucking? Word? (laughs) I do think it's cute, by the way, that like in his head, like, you know, for a fact that like Quincy thought he was saying shit that was like going to set off the internet today. Like he doesn't know, like to him, like the last 40 years is the same as like last year. In terms of relevance, you know, so like he thought like Marlon Brando was popping now, like all of that right. shit came to him. He like, I'm gonna tell y'all a secret. Hit star Marlon Brando, y'all, you don't know, you know. And the the, the, the like the the news reporter was like, who the fuck is Marlon Brando? I'm 20 years old. <laughs> you know, she don't know who that is. Right, right. <laughs> she had to go home and like Google that. She's like, oh word, this is somebody important one. Yeah, you know. <laughs> they don't notice nonsense. Mm-mm, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but probably so, yeah, because I actually do like their products, and I felt guilty <laughs> as hell as I kept buying them uh, throughout this whole situation. So <laughs> thank you for uh, giving just me crossing, stuff. just crossing picket lines. God dang, dog! That, there's nothing else that can match the seasoning, man. What you want me to do? You know, like <laughs> I, 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 I can't listen, make it. anything from the front half of this podcast. This one specific. Sometimes you gotta take it home and reseason that shit yourself, dog. <laughs> <laughs> buy them, buy them lesser beans and go home and reseason them, Jay, yourself. Because the thing is, yo, Cordy, I thought about that, but the thing is, everything I use to fix the food that I buy is Goya shit. It's Goya, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the that's the stuff that fixes the lack of stuff I can yeah, That's buy. how he knows, and see, that's how he knows you guys are. It's like he. The hooks are in so deep and people who just like outrageously side with Trump and say all of these wild things are not going to crash and burn. Uh, that's how he knows he could just say what he wants to. Yo, you know how you know how deep the hooks are by, by Goya? Yo, hmm. Goya makes the candles with the religious figures that people put on the corner when somebody died. Yeah. Real shit. What? Like, I, I didn't know that. And, nah, they make everything in the store, including <laughs> the candles. Go to your corner <laughs> store, pick up the blue candle with the Spanish-looking Jesus on it. Go. And that you. sticker at the bottom says Goya. Goya. Shit is crazy. <laughs> Dudes, they are in everything. You know what I mean? If I can't, I can't, I gotta buy, I gotta go to Goya to buy the rights to send my man to heaven. You know what I mean? Well, That's okay, crazy. Hold on. So let's talk about this then. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Mm. And I bring this up. 
Okay. And we talk about the section of the Brown community that also supports Trump in a way that oh, yeah. don't affect the sales. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a high possibility that it's not necessarily what the CEO is saying, but that he's saying it too loud. Yeah. That that might that that's the you're issue. Drawing like, too much, it's not even it's not even that you're wrong. It's you're just you're drawing too much attention right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, if if you're especially if you your family who's run an extremely successful business that has kind of boxed out all other competitors. Yeah. What Trump was doing was good for you. Big facts. And that's real. And then bailing out businesses and helping businesses and being Mm -hmm. supportive of the people who are at the top and everyone who aspire to have their business grow or be at the top siding with Trump. These are all the things that he was doing for those people who we just don't, well, that's not something that affects us in our day to day. I think uh, this silence of that dude over at um, the CEO of Goya is less of just like, hey man, now's not the time just because of the insurrection and all of the other shit and he's not in office. So like, Yeah, this is a business move for sure. Yeah, our chances of being bailed out are have lessened and the more you talk under a democratic uh, uh, regime, then the the more trouble we get into, and like there, it's back to remember when uh, like somebody said something outwardly racist or something crazy, and it was like you lost your job or somebody called for your head, and then yeah. all of that stopped when Trump became president. Like all of it, it was just like uh, I, you know, fuck these black people. I don't think women should vote anyway. Come on down to Target. <laughs> Get you what you need. And everybody was just like, yeah, I guess we're going to go down to Target. <laughs> nothing we can do. Uh, and he's still, he's still riding that wave. He's still riding that wave of like, yo, do what you want. Say what you want. Blue Lives Matters. Fuck everybody else. I'm out. And they're just like, yo, chill. Uh, some bad shit happened. I don't know if you connect with her. But, right. <laughs> you know what, Courtney? You have you have moved me. All right. I'm not I'm not gonna buy I'm gonna still get like kidney beans from them, but I ain't gonna buy the garbanzo <laughs> sweet. Okay. It's because of you. I mean all right? you know what? Baby steps, baby steps, Castle. It's because of you. Get it how you live. You're you're talking to somebody who uh to this day has not watched a football game. I have not watched a football game since Collar Kaepernick actually wore jersey. And I'm not wow. Much respect. That's impressive. I mean, I also have not watched a football game. Uh, uh, Pre all of that, I was an early adopter of not watching football. (laughs) Very early. Very early. So there's that. I watched the games, but I bought a a jersey of the Kaepernick Nike joint. So like, I don't know. Yeah, it was rare. It was hard. I had to get it on eBay. And oh, okay. Yo, I was up that morning trying to trying to check out with one, and the Nike app was just like, Shh, "Fuck out of here." But like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, but I still had heartbreak because like I bought the biggest size they had. It's still too small for me, so I gotta watch my little brother wear the shit that I can't rock. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the worst. It's terrible. See, that's what made me. That's what that's what terrified me about resale because I've not. I haven't put on a football jersey in mad long. And when I was wearing football jerseys, you got the the got thing five time X. Yeah. And that's how you wore the joint. So like now I'm scared that I'm gonna get my size eight 
a dumb amount of money for it. And then it comes and I'm just like, well, I don't even have anybody I can give it to. And <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, Target drops uh, Chaco coconut milk over allegations of monkey labor. That's right. Let's just let that sit for a second. I just want everyone to really let that weigh on your soul that Target was selling a coconut milk where the company used forced monkey labor. Okay, go on. Go on, Gaspar. I just that is one of the wilder sentences yo. I think I've heard in a while. Yo, you, you got I mean, this harvesting is dangerous. No. <laughs> Honestly, real like real talk, like they fall and they people can get concussed, concussed, or like even die, and then those trees are kind of like narrow and hard to maneuver. So I mean, no. like, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Yo, Courtney, you gotta understand. Like from my side, I've been making a genuine effort. Like I was like, Yo, Shalay has been telling me. I've been getting too many crazy news articles from TMZ and AllHipHop.com. I'm gonna get real serious shit. And this is an article I found on CNN. So I was overjoyed to know the silly <laughs> in the world I mean, <laughs> on a reputable website. Like this is some real shit. And I had a, like I looked at the at this article so many times to like make sure that like I was like, yo, am I like downloading a virus right now? There's no way this is a real <laughs> link. But it no, was. it is. It is. I yeah, because I I read something about it earlier, and I think you know the issue is that the labor was forced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean the monkeys ain't unionized. Yeah, they, they I mean breaks. if they yeah now if they if they organized then maybe maybe they got something here. <laughs> those, those, monkeys, those monkeys seen that we were raising our minimum wage, and it was like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right. See that. Ain't complaining about seven twenty five. We had five twenty five. You know. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I hope they're not paying those monkeys at like nineteen eighties minimum wage, which is like three thirty. <laughs> yeah, you imagine they bring you in for performance review and they start comparing you to the monkey. They're like, "Yo, babe, uh, <laughs> Chip is killing you on the aisle, man. What's going on, man?" Well, I mean, but honestly, I'm pretty lazy. You know what I'm saying? He got, yeah, he could use his hands and his feet and see I'm uncapable because I wear hard shoes. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. But the violent star wants the guns go. Catch y'all next week. Peace.